When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot Dummies on Island Speed here on the Rehab Up Network. Um, my name is Maggie Morgan, and with me today is my beautiful and brilliant co-host, as always, the lovely Kirsten McKinnis. How are you today, Kirsten? I'm doing great. I just got called beautiful and brilliant, so I'm on top of the world. Uh, yeah, and it's true. No lies here. No lies detected. <laughs> you know, there the light has not gone off in the villa to show that there's deception happening. And so, That's yeah. Right. Which, boo, boring. Um, I just, is it a hot take that I, like, I didn't, I didn't care about this episode of Temptation Island, like, at all, almost? No, it's not a hot take. I mean, this episode was pretty boring. I have faith, honestly, that this episode is going to catapult us into some cheating. Like, yes. I, I mean, the, some of the videos were pretty damning. I agree. And I do feel like people are about to revenge cheat back at the villa but like all of that to say there's just like tempter drama which is always the most boring thing yeah because i don't know their names i don't know who they are and i'm not gonna write it down yeah I, like i don't <laughs> i'm not doing that i wrote it down like for some of them here's what i wrote maggie okay. honestly there was drama on this episode but eh. <laughs> well okay i i think that the yes there was definitely drama on this episode i think that 
the thing that upset me the most, like this is my hottest take of the episode, is that like, how is it that Roberto literally almost cheated on Vanessa this episode and like grabbed a girl's face to kiss her? And she said, no, you have to talk to my best friend in the house. How long have they been there? Three days? Tia. And then that wasn't even the clip. Of him like trying to kiss her. Like the clip was something completely different. I'm like, well, but did the, the, clip, Lind, the clip got Vanessa going. You're right. And uh, created a beautiful Mark Wahlberg moment for me. I also like, I feel like for years you've been very pro Mark L. Wahlberg, and I've been like, eh, <laughs> yeah. no. <laughs> I, no, I'm pro Mark L. Wahlberg. He's the only person I'm rooting for. <laughs> Can uh, I read the text that you sent me today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you literally laugh out loud on the subway. She said, I'm so much more engaged with the Big D than Temptation Island this season so far. Like, I'm just rooting for Mark L. Wahlberg. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I feel. Oh, <gasps> uh, Featherbrain. Should we get into this? This is like, uh, I mean, okay. I would agree with you that the Big D is at least more interesting and there's like more drama right now. But I do think that the Big D is going to plateau for us mm-hmm. in a way that Temptation Island, I am hoping, is going to ramp up. I, I have faith in both shows to entertain yeah. uh, and that I will enjoy them. Uh, just currently, they, the Big D is giving me more entertainment value. I think it's also like, Obviously, I'm going to hate many people on Temptation Island. Mm-hmm. But we don't know them well enough to even really hate them that much, except for Christopher. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, yeah, I hate him. But like, compared mm-hmm. to Decor? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Decor is... And also, can we... Like, on the Big D, this is like... I mean, you want to talk about jumping the gun, jumping the gun. But there is a clip of next week's Big D episode where Decor is kissing... Casey and I'm just like what on earth is happening here like what planet are we on I am just so dumbfounded but you know what USA Network they are delivering with the dummies that are hot you know like they really are um Um, I also it's been living rent-free in my head the way Takur's hat brim is folded (laughs) like did you notice that too so it's like a normal ball cap will be either like you can maybe have a flat brim or there'll be like a little bit of a bend in it Uh but his is like a u like in the middle of his head it's bent so far in that it's like blocking part of his face and he's in confessional talking about how he wants to like he like makes poor decisions and he doesn't want to talk about and or deal with the consequences of his actions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, how am I supposed to take you seriously when you're wearing a hat that has been so squished beyond repair? It's <laughs> not okay. Oh my anyways, sorry. God. Anyways, Temptation Island. <laughs> oh man, no, that's perfect. That's a perfect way to begin. So Temptation Island, should we talk? Okay. We should have talked about this before we began, but you know what, it's folks? Fine. We're doing it live no, here. Should- people love a peek behind the curtain. So peek behind the curtain. Should we talk about all the couples and what they went through before and then do the bonfire stuff? Or should we just talk about everything, including the bonfire, all in one? Um, I don't have a lot written down besides right. the bonfire, so I'm happy to do it whichever way you would like to do it. Then let's just do it in chunks, person by okay. person. So Sounds like. Good. 
the big stars of this episode were really, I think, great in Paris. Like their relationship is deteriorating. Their relationship is it perhaps even isn't even real. I mean, <laughs> honestly, nothing. There has been no evidence more damning than this episode in the no, way that they're both ready to throw each other out the window. Even and- Paris is like. Yeah, before this, I was ready to marry him. But there's no emotion in her eyes. I'm like, you are not an actress, girl. No emotion in her eyes. And also, like, were you ready to marry him? Because every single person that you've met since you stepped foot on this island, you've been like, you are so much better than great. Yeah. You are so much better. (laughs) Like, they're not Jillian and Edgar. They're not trained actors. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have that BFA, you know? They don't have that. Um, so basically Paris, when she gets back from her date, like this was a huge thing. You know, this was the big cliffhanger of the episode. Mm-hmm. When she gets back from the date, she says the date was great that she had with Christian and that if there weren't cameras around that she would, uh, she day. would S his D. Yeah. Uh, Kirsten was bleeping herself, but I just said it out, out and proud here. Oh, I thought you were hesitating to say it. I well, didn't hear you. Yeah, I did. I did say it. Um, so anyways, sorry, everybody. No, this is the hot time on islands. We <laughs> we say fuck on this. We can say <laughs> he, she said she'd suck his dick. And like, honestly, that is a jarring thing to say. It's Kate. Okay, it's alarming on many levels. You uh-huh. know, like I am not saying like, oh, don't do that, or oh, like. <laughs> and no no judgment on the act itself. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like when you're like fantasizing about someone, it's weird to fantasize about an act that is not bringing you necessarily pleasure. Um, like I'd be like, oh, like I want him, you know, like it's just um, weird to just, yeah, I'm gonna do th- like. And like, it's not to say that there's no pleasure to be had in Mm -hmm. different things it's just like this is a fan like this is a blue sky fantasy and that's where you're going yeah i it feels a a bit transactional like great date so now i'm gonna you know go down on this dude you know and i i don't disagree with you that uh if we're going pie in the sky yeah give us more you know exactly like if it's pie in the sky i want it to be like a tessa bailey novel like scientifically and physically impossible you know i mean it's temptation island anything's possible right. am i right not, um, i also don't want to be confused i do not like Tessa Bailey novels. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so then the other thing with paris is that she asks tajik to go on this yes. date and she can't ride a bike they did her so dirty i also like, they can't ride a bike had an- alternative date option for a non-bike rider or if Sergeek had been like a nice guy he would have said we'll go for a fucking walk yeah what are I you mean, doing the, like, the fact that he left her I was like of course she had a terrible time on this date he made her feel stupid yeah she like, she didn't successfully learn to ride a bike uh-huh. and she got left alone yeah I mean we yeah. saw somebody on the big D the exact opposite of this this week so yes well and that's my winner pick for the big d me too well, we'll <laughs> i we'll think get, it's we'll very clear yeah we'll get there um <laughs> but uh so basically that's like the big the big paris 
everything. Great. Asked Tammy on a date. And then Nafisa got upset with him that he asked Tammy out because after they went on their date, apparently Great asked her to come and cuddle with her in his room. And so when she found out that she was not going to get a second date with him, she was like, no way I'm cuddling with you. And that was that. I just am Mm -hmm. so curious what casting tells the tempters to get them on this show. I think they think they're on The Bachelor. Yeah, but then once they're there, like, how do you not know what this show is? I think that they still think they're on The Bachelor. Like, they think that they are, like, the prize. They are DeLulu. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so then we get to the bonfire, and Paris's clip is great getting a lap dance and in his confessional, which this this was the part uh that I saw red because he says he just wants to block Paris from his mind, like as if she doesn't exist at all so he can enjoy himself. Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. And like also using confessional clips is like next level Temptation Island stuff. Like it's like they're supposed to be saying their mind. It's not new though. Like they have done this. Um, but it is one of the most evil things they do, especially like <laughs> when they do confessionals, like the person your partner cheated on is also in the confessional, like talking uh-huh. to you. Psychological torture, which Psych- I, I am a fan of when it comes to reality. TV. Psychological warfare. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so um she says like after the clip she's like you know i'm not surprised that he said that because like i bully him too much like i'm not super nice to him and then mark l Wahlberg literally goes into full therapist mode like he, he was, was on a roll this episode no, this was incredible uh-huh. and so paris wants a man who protects her Mm-hmm. We find out that Paris's mom passed when Paris was only one year old mm-hmm. and that she didn't meet her dad until she was 11. So mm-hmm. she feels a rejection because mm-hmm. her dad wasn't there. And Mark L. Wahlberg said, what if you forgave your father for doing as good as he could and you can forgive him and move on and do your own thing. You can free yourself of the judgment you think your father has for you. And I was like, Marco Wahlberg is speaking to so many people right now. He's speaking to so many people, but also I will say, Mark, we love you here, but also, whoa. Like, that's a lot to say to someone after you've spoken it, to them three times I and do like, ask think, them to forgive their father. <laughs> I do think that a lot, uh, there was probably a lot of back and forth that was cut out as yeah. well. Because um, I can't imagine he's going straight to forgive your father for doing the best that he could, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. But yeah, you're right. It is a, it, it's a lot. And that's has historically been my concern with Mark L. Wahlberg, who mm-hmm. is a therapist or counselor, mm-hmm. but who sees himself as one. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think that an actual therapist will kind of meet you where you're at and help you get where you want to go. And mm-hmm. he's like, we're going where you need to go now. I will <laughs> fix you. And I'm like, no, that like that is not correct. I mean, but, you know, he's got his work cut out for him with these people. So God bless him for trying. Yeah. And listen, I think he's wonderful. I, yeah. I, I truly think Mark Wahlberg is just wonderful in this episode. 
So Great's clip, like we said at the top, is the Paris comment. And everybody starts freaking out. All of the guys are freaking out. And that was our big cliffhanger. of that. Yeah. So we don't know yet how Great is going to respond to this. So next we have Roberto and Vanessa. And like, there's like we said at the top, there was just a lot of like tempter drama. Like mm-hmm. he likes this girl named Dez. And this there's this other girl named Tia. Like it doesn't really matter, but he likes Dez. And it seems as though like that's who he's going to be pursuing. So and and Vanessa likes this guy Bryce and told the other girls to like back off of him, which Paris in love, you know, whatever. Like blah blah again, blah blah blah. Well, yeah, and and then it's also like Vanessa's talking to him and he's not interested. really interested in her. Yeah. And she's like, Well, well then why the, did you come out with me if you don't like me? And I I find that Vanessa, her tone when she talks about relationships is more what you would expect, like in the boardroom. Mm-hmm. With, like, a really mean CEO who has, like, high expectations of his team uh-huh. and not what you expect on a date. And I can see why it rubs people the wrong way. Uh, but I'm living for it. Yeah, I mean, it's perfection on TV. Like, mm-hmm. the idea that she's, like, bullying these guys into, like, being interested in her. I'm obsessed. Like, I'm completely obsessed. Um, so her clip from Roberto that she gets at the bonfire mm-hmm. is him talking about how she's so embarrassing and how he's super embarrassed at how she always gets angry and how, and then he's telling the guys like, yeah, I've made up my mind pretty much. Like, I'm not going to leave here with her. Like, I don't care. <laughs> and like, th- that was super fucked up of Roberto. Like, that's so like, hard. These are, there are things that you can't take back. Uh-huh. And this is one of those things things mm-hmm. like to be talking about how you find it embarrassing to yeah. be with your significant other like that cuts so deep and Vanessa says she feels hurt she feels mm-hmm. betrayed why didn't Roberto communicate to her that it's an option that he could leave alone or like why is he with her if he's so embarrassed of her which mm-hmm. I think are super valid responses mm-hmm. and Mark asks, well, when was the last time you felt safe to be vulnerable, Vanessa? And she's like, I'm not doing this, Mark. Like, I'm not doing <laughs> he's, he's like, well, you kind of already are. So mm-hmm. let's go. She says she hasn't had that in a long time. And some of the things Mark L. Wahlberg said that were wonderful were he said, you get to have it all. You don't have to be a one man band and be stronger than everyone. Uh, and then also mentions about her having someone who makes her feel like safe and protected that you're allowed to have that you deserve to have that and i will fight for you to have that again i'm not scared of you vanessa go mark everyone's father here you know and if that's not your father it's okay you can forgive your father for doing the best that they could feather brains everybody listening to this podcast please forgive your father for whatever whatever needs to happen, feather brains. That's going to be the theme of this season of Temptation Island. Forgive your father. <laughs> this no, the theme of this season of Temptation Island. I'm saying. Okay, I was like of the podcast. I don't know no. about that. No, 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 no. <laughs> um. Okay, so that's basically Vanessa and Roberto. We're going to get yes. Roberto's clip next week. Yes. Paul and Caitlin are next, and this I, came- I have some shit to say about Hall. Yes. Say it. One, why is he dressed like a substitute teacher at the bonfire? He is the most 35-year-old looking substitute teacher man I've ever seen in my entire life. 
I is mean, that his actual belt? job? What's his I, job? I don't think so, but this okay, is I'm gonna the look vibe that job. I'm getting. Um, he has the nerve and the gall to be like, I want kids right now. But also, I'm not 100% sure that Caitlin and I should even be getting married. What? Excuse me? Okay. And, and yes. Sorry. So this article from usanetwork.com, uh-huh. the insider on the couples, says Caitlin, a 31-year-old fitness studio owner, okay, mm-hmm. has been with Hall, comma, 35. Is he unemployed? Maybe. Oh, my God. No wonder he wants kids. He's got nothing else to do. He's bored. He wants an excuse to not have to get off his ass and get a job. Um, and so he's like, oh, maybe I could be a stay-at-home dad and that'll be my job. But I guarantee you, he would find that to be a much more difficult task than he believes it to be as a yeah. non-parent. Exactly. The invisible labor that he's not accounting for. Yeah. He doesn't know. Um, I hate him. Yeah. So much. Mm-hmm. And he's 35, as you said. Mm-hmm. Talking to Michaela, who is a 24-year-old baby, <laughs> about wa- how he wants a crew of kids. And she's like, I want a family, too. And it's like, yeah, and like abstract. And she cries when he says that he wants kids. And she's like, oh, I want kids, too. Ooh. And then she's like, I'm getting emotional. I was like, Michaela, come on now, Michaela. I just Pull want it together. Michaela to go have, like, three espresso martinis <laughs> and, like, a and go dancing. I don't want her to have a family <laughs> right now. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what Michaela should be doing. Yes. Like, what are you I'll doing? Telling this boy old ass yeah. man that you want to have a family. Like, I know. I know, like, it's not even that big of an age difference. It's only nine years. Like, they're both adults. But at the yeah. same time, I'm like, I'll step away from the underage girl. Yeah. And also, like, her vibe is so, yes. Like, her vibe is like, she lives in... West West Village and like wants to go to Mr. Purple on the weekends. Like it's not, yeah, it's not like she's like this like Susie homemaker over here. Like she's like, I want to move to the south and go grocery shopping. (laughs) I I don't know what grocery stores are called in the south. Um, but like then she also was like in her confessional, and she's like, How do I feel about Hall? Like I don't know. I think that if he wasn't engaged, like I probably would have a crush on him. I was like, oh, sweet Jesus. No, you have a crush on him, but you don't want to because he's engaged. And then Holland confessional goes, I just hope that Michaela can block out the fact that I'm engaged because I really want to get to know her. Fuck you, Hall. Go (laughs) to jail. Go directly to jail. I absolutely not. (laughs) So um, Caitlin's clip is this clip of Hall like mm-hmm. telling the guys like Caitlin doesn't want kids and telling Michaela like I'm so happy I met someone who wants kids and um Caitlin is in like after hearing that she's like um okay and then she's like well I'm glad he's opening up I suppose uh but I'm not yet ready for kids and I think that if I saw this clip of my fiance saying this about me I would be like flabbergasted <laughs> I I just don't understand. Yeah. I this is the first that we're really learning about like the actual issues between Hall and Caitlin besides the fact that he dumped her so he could sleep with other girls and never told mm-hmm. her that's why he dumped her. Mm-hmm. Um he thinks she's too focused on her career. Yeah. Do you know how thin yeah. the margins are on owning a fitness studio? Uh-huh. Like she needs to be focused on that. Yeah, he 
Uh, and I bet you that he's like, you have to work late at night to do fitness classes. And it's like, exactly. That's when people take fitness classes. Like what? Yes. Uh, anyways, they are. I, I can't wait to see his clip from Caitlin because I can't wait to see what he's going to do. I think that Hall is going to cheat within the next two to three episodes max. Yeah. Yeah. And but that's the thing, too. Like, that's not even fun cheating. Like, I want Hall to get cheated on and yeah. not cheat the whole time and like mm-hmm. get embarrassed when he proposes to her at the end. Well, how can he propose if they're already engaged? Well, yeah, but he's going to be like, I know we've been engaged for a year, but I just want to recommit myself to you. Like, you're will so you right. Marry that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's exactly. What's going to come happen. on. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so last but not least is yes. Christopher and Maricela, who like, honestly, they did have like a purplish edit this episode. Like they didn't really focus on them. Yeah, basically just like Sebastian likes Maricela and like Abby is who Christopher likes, blah, blah, blah. But Maricela's clip is Christopher talking about Abby in his confessional and then him like sexy dancing with her. And Mark digs in with Maricela and he literally says, like, do you think that Christopher can do better than you? And why is that? Well, because Marcella says that she is always insecure yeah, uh, and working to be what Christopher wants and like worried that he will find someone better. And so Mm -hmm. then Mark L. Wahlberg's like, oh, do you think? Like that he could find better than you. Yeah. And then she says like that she's always relying on his approval specifically. Like yeah, she she's, wants. Yeah. She's working to be what he wants to be. He's hypercritical of her. And like Mark L. Wahlberg says, you will be surprised how many people will love you just as you are. Aww, it Mark. was very sweet. Honestly, sometimes Mark L. Wahlberg be saying exactly what you need to hear. Mm hmm. So then Christopher's clip is that night that Maricela was sobbing because he had just outed her at the party. Two times. And she's she's <laughs> sobbing. And um, but that's not like what they're focused on in the clip. She's talking about how like she's finally away from Christopher and like that's good. She's just nervous. And, you know, she's like, This is great. This is good. This is what we came here for. And Christopher, after the clip, is like, Well, I'm glad, like, if she wants to be free and like I that's what I want for her because that's like always what she's saying that like she wants to be free but like you know I'm the only one who has to follow specific rules like she keeps me in this box and makes me fall and I'm yeah, like shut no. up he says she has so many rules for me do you know what those rules are she wants to know where he is who he's with and what time he'll be home that's not a rule that is that's- the bare fucking minimum yeah and that's like checking in to make sure that your partner is safe and like, yeah, it's like, are you dead? Out, yeah, and also, like, should I be making dinner for two tonight? You know, yeah. like, especially if they spend every single day together, of course she's going to want to know what, what he's up to and, and, like, if they're going to hang out that night. I don't think that, like, those aren't even rules. That's just, like, having a partner. Uh, also, a friend. My roommate and I, if we're going to be home late, we'll text each other and, like, let each other know, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> just because, like, safety, you know? And also, uh, like, I'm sure you guys cook some meals together, too. You don't want anyone yeah. wasting food making a meal for you if you're eating out. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that's Temptation Island this week. I Do you think next week, Kirsten, we will see the, the red light that we were promised? If we don't see the red light next week, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. 
Because yeah. it's past due. Show me the red light. Show me the cheaters. Yeah, where's the cheating? I want infidelity on my TV screen. <laughs> exactly. We're, we're hopeful that we can play high infidelity by Taylor Swift over and over again as we prepare for this podcast next week. That's Listen, I'll do that anyways. I love that song. <laughs> okay, so before we go into the big D, let's take a quick break and we will see you back here in a second. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right, and we are back. So let's talk about Kirsten's new obsession. The My new obsession, D. the big D. What do I you think overall. I just uh, I I just love seeing people miserable because of their own choices. <laughs> I'm a that's, demon. Listen, they called me the devil for a reason. I guess that's such a good way to put it because it really is just like self torture like it's like you said it was like psychological torture yes. for temptation island and like as is this like these people watching their exes date other people like what like I, it clearly was presented to some of these people like we can maybe get back together because too many of these people ha- are like well we're gonna get back together for it to not have been presented it was way. definitely presented as like your final chance to see if the love is still yep. there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So then uh, it seems as though these people were a bit duped and yes. came in expecting like, okay, well, I'm going to get to go on these romantic dates with my exes and like talk and work things through. And then their exes usually like in each couple, basically it's like their ex is like, well, no, there's another hot person here that I would like to kiss. Yeah. They're like, 
that's not why we came here. Mm-hmm. So what but, do you think of what do you think of the new girl, Angelique? I think Angelique is wild. Uh-huh. I think she's everything Casey wishes she was. Which <laughs> poor Casey. Uh-huh. Angelique, you know, I love Angelique's story that, you know, she was married at 20 and she's ex-Mormon. One of my best friends is ex-Mormon. Jacob and I cover Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And a lot of those women are either practicing Mormons or ex-Mormon. And like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of those storylines about like deconstructing what that is. Um, so when she said that she was ex-Mormon, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be fascinating because yes. like, uh, the just the stories of ex-Mormons that I've heard have been so intense. Well, and, and she's only been divorced seven months. So she's yeah. not very far removed from that. Mm-hmm. But, um, and like, I mean, she is loud and excitable and her and Dean you know like when they went on their little they won the it was super cute date yeah they were having like such a great time and like the other people were already annoyed with them and I do think that that's very fun you know I yeah I I really enjoy her energy I think mm-hmm. that she will bring a lot to the show mm-hmm. and like sorry Casey that you're the B plot line now yeah um so okay so they did their first at this exercise thing and they um were dancing they had to dance yeah. with one another and the two people that won were um Blair and Dee Dee yes and then Devin won with Angelique yes and so then they were going to be safe they were going to get to go on the date and when they and it's a them, horseback riding on the beach exactly and Devin immediately like without a second thought was like Angelique sorry like this is no disrespect towards you but I cannot do that because this is like Alexis's bucket list dream date like when we first got together she said the number one thing she would want to do with me is go horseback riding I thought that she was going to ask Angelique to swap out with Alexis. yeah I thought that he for I was confused because I thought that he was asking can I go with um alexis alexis instead and i and i thought that they were approving that and then they were like well you know this makes you up for elimination and i was like excuse me i i bet you that that was his initial thing that he asked and then a lot of production conversation happened and they were like no you can either go on the date with angelique or give up the date but you can't take alexis instead of angelique because that's not fair to her so um i just i thought that they were gonna be like okay angelique you can pick someone um Devin and Alexis you'll go like I thought they were just gonna have a third couple save and I was yeah. like cool I'm happy with that and and I would have loved to have seen Alexis and Devin on this date because if she, this was like her dream you know she would have been like so happy and excited yeah. and she immediately starts crying when he's like no I'm not going without her and you can really tell that there's a lot of love between them yes but, it's like it's very real uh-huh. this is like they were being nice to there was no bullying uh-huh. At all. Really? Well, there, was, there, was a li- there was like a light roasting at uh-huh. the end, but like I felt like that was like super genuine. It didn't have oh, the same sweet. spirit as a lot of what they have said to each other. Yeah. And it was really like, it was really cute. I thought like it was like very flirty. She, so she comes in and she has her little tea and she's like, I have to tell you something. And he's like, what? She's like, I don't hold against me, but I do think I still love you. 
And he gets like really close to her and whispers, I knew. <laughs> yeah. And it was really sweet. I, I like the type of thing. Like you can't say if you don't love them back, uh-huh. like then it's mean, but uh-huh. I like, he like clearly also like really cares about her. Uh-huh. Definitely. So, um, even though they didn't get to go on the date, I agree with you, Kirsten. They are my winner pick. I think yeah. that we're seeing at the end of this, we're seeing them being like, we're giving this another shot. I went to her yeah. Instagram to try to get any Intel. Obviously I knew that there wouldn't be any there because of the show, yeah. but I, it's like very few pictures. It's only like seven pictures. Which you had to hide every picture of them together. I, I'm like, I hope that means that they're back together. Um, uh, but yeah. we'll we'll just have to see how it all plays out. But um, okay, so then they go on the date. What do you think of the Dee Dee Blair connection? I mean, it seems like on the date, like they are definitely attracted to each other. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a lot more than that there, mm-hmm. but that's also fine. Like you can rebound and like move on with your life. And yeah. it doesn't have to be like a forever. 1000%. And you just deserve someone to have like fun and like be happy with. You know? And yeah, the reason why I say that is because of a couple of quotes in the episode. Um, At one point, Blair says, oh, I just think Dee Dee really comes at things from a different perspective than other girls. And I'm like, you don't know what perspective girls come from except for Ariel and Dee Dee. So just because they're different, you're like, yeah. oh, well, like Ariel's like everyone else. And that's a bad thing. And Dee Dee's mm-hmm. different. It's like, no, they're both just women. Like, it's yeah. fine. Um, mm-hmm. And it's good. And then later in the episode, Dee Dee talks about Blair and is like, you he's just so deep, like not verbally, but you can just like see it in his eyes. I'm like, OK, <laughs> so like he's hot. Yeah. And you want there to be something more to it than just finding him hot got it yeah <laughs> so my god do you know how many times i've been like in my past like young and delulu been like well he's so cute and like i bet you that he's smart and then you talk to him and you're like oh no well and like <laughs> even the conversation we saw between them is like blair's like i'm active and i'm adventurous what are you into and you could tell she's like oh like i want to do those things but i need someone to push me out of my comfort zone it's like okay so you've told him nothing about who you are because you're just impress him because you think he's hot and you want to smash, which is fine. I mean, that's what we're here for. Don't call it anything but that, you know? Yeah. One million percent. Um, um, and yeah, I think it's the thing, too, where like Blair doesn't seem like he says that much in general. And I yeah. think people really think still waters run deep, but sometimes they're just still. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great observation because I, I like the more introverted or like shy people, it, it makes it easier to project onto yes. them, you know? And when they're hot, it, it makes it 10 times easier, you know? Yeah, There's then you're just like, people. oh yeah, they're hot. And uh-huh. th- also they must have every other quality I like. Exactly, exactly. So then they get back from this date and Takor is just really drunk and being like a sourpuss. And yeah. he's just like sucks. 
sucks, man. He sucks so bad. He's like sulking at the table because they're doing like a family dinner thing. And I think Jillian says, or maybe Casey says like, what's wrong? He's like, well, I spent a bunch of time cooking while my wife was like with some fucking ass. Not your wife. Not your and wife. that's what I wrote. She is not your wife anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's just like losing it. And Dee Dee is gentle parenting him. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't help you if you don't tell me how you feel. Like, don't you think it will feel better if you share your feelings with me and we can talk about it? And it's not getting through to him. And he's like, you're just never on my side. Yep. And she's like, just because I disagree with you does not mean that I'm against you. And he goes, <laughs> he stands up and goes, this is why I hate you. No, I don't think he's safe to be on this show. Like, I think that he should have been removed. I completely agree. He says, fuck you to her too, which like, I mean, cold day in hell before a man ever says something like that to me. To say, to go from like, oh, I'm so mad that you have a connection with someone else to, I hate you, fuck you. No, like, it's just not acceptable behavior. And I really think he should have been pulled from the show. I think it's super irresponsible that he was there because then he starts going on about how he wants to punch someone just to feel something. Mm -hmm. And Casey is like trying to talk him down. Yeah, and you know, like he's in the confessional and he's like, I make these bad choices. Like, to me, it's clear that he has some serious problems. Yes. And I don't want to, you know, like, we're not talking about what they we are. We can't yeah. diagnose him. We don't know. But it's clear that the problems that he has make him irrational and aggressive. Say thing, ag- aggressive. Yeah. And potentially violent. And he's a large, large person who could do a lot of damage if yes. he decided to be violent. And I would agree with you that he should be, he should have been pulled from the show. I can't believe he didn't get voted out. Yeah, I, well, and I think that that's because the people are having their elimination conversations in a very like, well, but who's here for love? And Casey is being an idiot and being uh-huh. like, oh yeah, I like this guy. I'm sorry. That is not, that is the biggest red flag. Yeah. Like, Casey, I'm sorry that this is your first time being single and you're super Mm -hmm. single and you want to have fun, but you can find a better person to have fun with. Yep. Exactly. Listen to Kirsten. She knows what she's talking about. Do you know how many of these shows she's watched? (laughs) Too many. I wish I didn't know. Um, I have in my notes, Mims dash wants to go home. LOL. Yeah. He's just Uh, like, he's done. He just wanted to be with um, Allie. So should we talk about the the last thing really to talk about is um Ari- the Ariel Blair or Ariel Jillian David sort yes. of love triangle that's happening here. So Ariel and David are just getting to know each other and like yes. genuinely to me it feels very innocent. Like I I don't think like even like the conversations that they had even though they were like about sex like Ariel was talking about how Blair was her first and David was talking about how he was Jillian's first. Like it was not sexual in nature. It was very much just like sharing experiences of like getting together with someone really young and like how that's now affected them. Like I'm, and I don't even know like if it's super romantic between them. It just seems like they're getting along fine. No. Yeah. It just seems like a, it seems totally platonic to me. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's a spark. And Ariel basically says in a confessional, like, 
David with his dad bod just feels so safe. And as someone who's divorced, it like feels good to like talk to someone who feels safe. Of course. Yeah, it makes total sense to me. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think there's anything there. And Jillian really thinks Ariel has bad intentions. I don't think Ariel has any intentions whatsoever. Like she's just living her life. I think that the issue is genuinely that, okay, this is my little tinfoil hat. Okay. Theory about Jillian and David. I think that Jillian is the one who called for the divorce. We found out a little bit more about why. Seems as though when Jillian's father passed away, David was nowhere to be found and did not support her through that, which no, you that's yeah, not to me. You hear that story, and uh-huh. I wouldn't like I would just tell Ariel that. Be like, do you uh-huh. know why we broke up? This uh-huh. is what happened. Yep. That's going to kill interest. Exactly. Like uh, the whole thing is horrible. But I think that Jillian was like, I let, I left David. Like David's not good enough for me. I am great. We're going to go on this show. It's all going to be good. And then they got there and Jillian is not ready to be with anybody else because Mm -hmm. not because she like even still really wants to be with David because I think that if we learned anything from the show, it became very clear that no, she did not want to be with David anymore, but she was not over David yet. So she became sort of like possessive over him Mm -hmm. because she wasn't ready to do anything like this. And David, since he was the one who was broken up with and she had been at, it sounds as though he was trying to fix it. And she was adamant that she did not want that. He was in a a much more like he was in a place beyond them because yeah he's been told over and over this is over we're not getting back together she's Mm -hmm. been told over and over i'm so sorry about what happened i want to fix this and so it must be really difficult for her to see him Mm -hmm. actually listening to what she said and being over you know like that it's just it's tricky Uh uh-huh and you know then they voted her out because it didn't seem like she was really interested in any of the other guys and i do think that that's true i don't think she was and i think it's because she was still processing this huge heartbreak that she had with david they had like a very serious conversation where he took accountability and apologized for what went wrong in their marriage and i think that like that honestly has been like maybe years and years of pent-up like anger towards him like Mm -hmm. she finally felt like she got what she needed to hear from him but I don't think it was in the way of like finally I get my closure I think it was like oh my god finally you said what I needed you to say like let's keep talking about this you know whereas for David I think it was more like I said what I needed to say we actually had a conversation and now it's done now we have our closure and like when he voted her out or when all the guys voted her out she was like she just kept saying like I just don't think this was the right decision like I think that David and I were finally like talking about things and working through things. But like she thought that they were working through stuff and he thought that it was like the finale condo, you know, a hundred percent. And so when they do their goodbye, when Mm -hmm. she leaves, they talk about how they were each other's first loves. David apologizes if he ever let her down. Sobbing, both of them. Yeah, they're both crying. David says, I'm not going to hold you back anymore. Mm -hmm. And... Jillian says we wish each other the best like we accept that we're not good for each other but I do think David's gonna feel differently when he gets into the real world because I think in the real world David probably doesn't have as many women like vying for his attention or like Mm -hmm. wanting to talk to him like attractive single women like I'm sure there's people talking to him Mm -hmm. but I think that he's in a very unique situation where he's like a little bit in demand 
mm-hmm. um, in like a isolated place. And I think that when he gets into the real world and realizes that dating is not like how dating in the big D is, mm-hmm. he's probably going to have a different opinion would be my thought on it. Yeah, maybe. Yes. Yes and no. I don't know. I think that like, and it, it's very clear to me that like, this relationship was not healthy for either of them. And I do think that like, I mean, from the three episodes of television that we saw of them, I thought maybe they could work it out. But like, it seems as though that's not going to happen. And like, it is good that they are moving on and trying to get away from each other, you know? And I hope that she finds somebody who can support her in the way that she deserves to be supported. Because that story was just like really, really horrible. Yeah, like it was not good. Like, yeah, someone who's going to treat his wife like uh-huh. that. Like, yes, it's immature, but uh-huh. it's also just like, like they were in each other's lives for so long. Uh-huh. And he still was like, yeah, I'm going to go to New York. Sorry, your dad died. Yeah, I mean, like no. that kind of stuff. That's just like, the, but that's somebody who can't deal, right? That's somebody who can't step up. And take care of their partner when the worst thing that can happen to a young person, you know, whose child, like when somebody loses their parent, it's like the most major trauma that they go through. You need a lot of support in that situation. Mm -hmm. And like, you might not know what you need to ask Uh for either. Like I have lost my mother. Like I've, I've been in, in a similar situation Mm -hmm. and it's a thing where like, you feel bad and you feel angry and you feel hurt and you don't even necessarily know what to ask for, but just having the people you love there for you, even if it's not, you know, fulfilling the need that you need it to fulfill, because like, there's no rule book. There's no guidebook on what to do. And death makes people really uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. feel weird. Um, But the bare minimum that you can do for someone is just be there for them Mm -hmm. so that when they do know what they need to ask for, you're there. Mm -hmm. And it's I'm not saying that, oh, someone's friends need to be with them 24 seven. This is your supposed to be your life partner. You have to be there and you have to support them and you have to give them what they need and not make them feel bad about whatever they're feeling in that moment. And he couldn't do that. And to me, that's just that would be a deal breaker. Like that's not, you can never come back from that. Yes. Because how can she ever rely on him ever again? What if they have a child? Like how Mm -hmm. can she rely on him? If if he couldn't even be there for her in her darkest moments, how could she possibly trust him to be the father of her child? You know, you can't like, that's, that's not a safe person. That's not a trustworthy person. So I'm, I hope that they just don't talk anymore. Like, it's also another one of those things, like what we were talking about last week about like going no contact in a breakup. Mm -hmm. Like when you've been together for a long time and you break up and they don't have children to Mm co-parent, they need to not talk for at least a year, period. Uh Um, Like no contact, not following on social media, not texting, no checking in. Mm-hmm. Go live your life so that you can actually start moving on because they are just going to pull themselves into this vortex over and over and over again if there's even one hole open for it. Exactly. And on that note, yes, we're done. We're done with the big D this week. Um, can I say one more thing? Of course. Of course. During the um, when the men are deliberating about who is going to leave, Takor mm-hmm. says 
Ariel's not looking for a love. And that's why she should go home. I think Takora is like, the, what is wrong with him? I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not a doctor. We can't say, but there's something wrong with him. I, I will say to you off pod my hunch because. Oh, I, yes. I, I'll show you my I will share my hunch off pod, too, where we can be like, who are we to judge? <laughs> who are, yeah, who are but we who are to we? judge? But we are judging. Like, I mean, no, he just. Yeah. Worst. worst. He's horrible. Winner, winner, chicken dinner out of both shows. Worst guy to to be seen, I believe. Yeah, thus far. And that's, it's tough to win with the number of people. <laughs> like, there's some bad people on these shows. Would you rather Hanya or Takor? <laughs> rather what? Like, murder them? <laughs> <laughs> be with. No. Would you rather? You have to pick. No, I'm not picking. I'm not picking between physical violence and emotional abuse. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to make a funny joke. Oh, oh my God. God. It's, it is a funny joke. Like, okay, rank. One, two, three. Okay. Rank. The worst guys that we've podcasted about. Okay, is on number Hot one on the worst guy or the best guy? Number one is the worst. Okay. I'm going to give you the three options. Okay. Decor, Hanya, Kendall. A real murderer's row. You know? <laughs> um, so I'm going to put Kendall as the worst. Yeah, I would agree. Because, like, he was straight up an abuser and <laughs> Like, had no life behind his eyes. And, like, so horrible. Like, that man was a serial killer. I'm gonna put Hanya... I'm gonna put Hanya second. You are? Only because, from what we can see of Takur, he has all of the inclinations, but has not acted on them. Hanya's acted on them. But... Takor is the scariest of all three to me. Yeah, he just me is too. like a time bomb that hasn't exploded yet. Yeah, Takor is the scariest to me also because I feel like somebody like Kendall or Hanya would like have no, like, th- like they're. What- like what Hanya was, what, like 5'4? I could fight <laughs> Hanya. <laughs> yeah. Like, if Takor was mad at me, I'd uh-huh. be weeping instantly. Like, I'd be done. Yeah. There'd be, yeah. it would be white woman tears over here (laughs) like if he yelled at me and I like I'd really try if I ever get upset or if I'm in a fight I actively try not to cry Mm -hmm. specifically because I never want my emotional response to like Mm -hmm. change the tone of an argument or like Mm -hmm. you know have any sort of implication I -hmm. wouldn't be able to control myself I'd, I'd be on the I'd be a puddle I'd be done He's so scary to me. I also think, you know, we did have two. We had a full season of Kendall. We had a full season of Hanya. Let's wait. You know, there's time. He can move up in the bad guy rankings. Maybe by the end of this, he'll be number one. I also think we're not getting a full season of decor. Like, he's not I pray that we don't. We need to still... 
there's a clip of him that they showed in all of the promos that I was hopeful would happen this week. And then when it didn't, I was like, oh my God, Wait, he's going to stay. I, I have not seen one promo for this show. It's what the happens cl- in the It's promo? the clip of him going up to Blair like one night at night and being like, how was it fucking my wife? So I like, I'm, I was hopeful that he was going to say that to him like after uh. the date, you know, like belligerently. Well, I hope but, it happens next episode and then they send him home because of it. I mean, yeah. For spooky, spooky reasons. The fact that even like I like Didi was like, I think Takora like is growing and like there's more growing to do. So I was like, no, he should be removed yeah. from the show. Like it's yeah. he should not be allowed to be on the show. Um, the way that he he's so volatile, mm-hmm. you don't know how he's gonna respond to things. I'm still dying at you saying a real murderer's row. What? That's what it is. Like, what else are you going to call that group? <laughs> no, it's just iconic. Is it because I'm iconic. old? Like, is that like an old person thing to no, say? No, it's just like an iconic thing to say, Kirsten. That's why oh, okay. it's making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that all this time and I can still make you laugh. <laughs> You've been making me laugh this whole episode. You've been killing me. Um. Okay, oh, so... Man. Thank you all for listening, yes. Featherbrains. We love you so much. Thank you for going on this ride with us for the Hot Dummies on the USA Network. Kristen, if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? Yeah, so I was on the RHAP Podcasters versus Survivors brand steel this week, which is super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have Mess Magnets every week with Sasha Joseph on the reality TV wrap-up scene where we break down pop culture, celeb gossip, trending topics. Whatever's on the front page of the internet, that's what we're going to be covering. So that's also fun. The episode is late this week, but it, it is coming. We're sorry for the lateness. It was Sasha's birthday. Uh, and you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. Maggie, what about you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at MLMorgan underscore. Um, this is where I will be for the next couple of weeks until Big Brother coverage starts. Um, so check back here on, on the feed and you will get me and Kirsten in your ears. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. We love you and we will see you next week. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.